What if we could show you how to create an additional income stream that feels inspiring to you and leverages not only off your passions, but your zone of genius? Head over to babesinbusiness.net forward slash side hustle to download our free side hustle guide, a 40 page guide where we help you not only come up with your business idea, but help you set your rate, find your potential customers, help make your first few sales, come up with your point of difference, and ensure you have a profitable business that you can scale to create a life and career by design. Babes Talking Business, our podcast, is the sister brand to Babes in Business. It's our passion project geared towards female entrepreneurs, professional women, side hustlers, those with a day job, and those full-time mamas striving to build their empire on the side, whether it's a traditional or non-traditional business, investments, startup, companies, or online social media influence. Our podcast is a safe place where women can be vulnerable, honest, and tune in to be educated and supported to learn about the ins and outs of business, the highs and lows, and feel comfortable to talk about finances and multiple streams of income, along with the lingo that often comes with it that intimidates and prevents a lot of us women from approaching these subjects altogether. We not only mentor and encourage fellow entrepreneurs tuning in to build their own successful businesses, but teach them how to build confidence in themselves, reconnect with their why, let go of jealousy, and ultimately learn the power in connection because at the end of the day, that is what life and business is all about. This is a no BS podcast where we are committed to showing you what really happens behind the scenes of businesses' pretty highlight reels. So you can be reassured you are not the only one in the trenches and we can hopefully empower you with ideas on how to run your life and business in a way that feels energizing, inspiring and authentic to you and your mission. We are your hosts. I'm Shani Thompson and one of my biggest passions and missions in life is to revolutionize the way that women create abundance, to show you you can really have it all and create your next level wildest dreams whilst being in a total state of ease and flow. I'm a blogger, a coach and mentor to thousands of women around the world, a professional network marketer, a course creator and above all, I'm just your everyday girl next door. And I am Lauren Kerr. I'm a published author, life and mindset coach, and professional network marketer. When I was studying my psychology degree, I stumbled across the term life above zero, which became my personal and professional mission to inspire others to create a life that they love instead of just settling for mediocrity and just doing what society expects you to do. I love helping women find clarity and fulfillment in their lives, relationships, and careers. So... On that note, let's talk business. I am so excited for today's podcast. We have the beautiful Britty on the line. Yay! Our newest national marketing director. I know we've had a couple of girls on our team that we've we've made it kind of like a cultural thing. As soon as one of the girls hits it, we want to have you on the show so that people can hear your story. Because I think everyone says yes to network marketing for different reasons. But once you've hit the pinnacle position in our company, it's a pretty big deal. Like It's not easy to get there. No, <laughs> it's massive. So we're so excited to have you on the show and for our listeners to be able to hear a little bit more about your story and I guess how you came across the network marketing profession and um, yeah, why you chose to use it as your vehicle to create what you've created. 
Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so excited as well. Um, I suppose for me, network marketing came across my radar as a complete accident. I didn't know what it would be for me. I had no idea what it was going to turn into. And if had you have told me a few years ago I was going to be at this pinnacle position, I probably would have laughed. <laughs> Um, I came from I came from a family that worked really hard and we had very big goals of becoming a lawyer from high school and I'd worked really hard to get into university and really hard to spend six years working to climb the corporate ladder. Um, I'd always been a hard worker, I was never afraid of hard work. I'd worked full time within a retail capacity while I was studying but Coming to network marketing, I had no idea what it could be and I thought maybe it's going to pay a phone bill, maybe it's going to be one little thing that it'll pay for me and that's about it and to be honest, I I had no idea what it was going to turn into and so the journey that it, it brought for me was absolutely insane. I was able to use this as a side hustle and build this business alongside working as a lawyer, alongside working in retail when I was still studying. Um, And I love that I was able to build that in that side capacity. I also really enjoyed the fact that I was able to build a community and build friendships out of this as well. And sorry, I'm losing my voice. (laughs) We have to make a disclaimer, by the way. Yeah. There is a little piglet in the background. (laughs) If you can hear a little kitten patter. It's like little reindeer feet. Reindeer feet, piggy feet, it's Pumba, Pumba the Frenchies. And so I I used this vehicle as something that um, I thought maybe one day it would be a a, a tool that I could walk away from the corporate ladder. I thought that success only looked like working in a nine to five. I thought that in order to be successful, you needed to do that until you were 50, 60 plus, and then hopefully have enough maybe to pay off a mortgage. I thought that's what success looked like. And so as I started to build this business and this opportunity, I found that I could, I could help other people. I could help share this vision for others and, and help mamas be at home for their kids and help others be able to study and be able to do other things and working a nine to five. And, um, and this business, it just started to develop and develop. And I'd, I'd had so many hurdles that I came across in my mm, personal life yeah. throughout the time. And um, about a year and a half into the business, I had hit a really big promotion, but I wasn't really able to celebrate it because I was going through something really, really tough personally. And um, I actually, I lost my fiance of seven years in a car accident um, throughout this journey. And I completely threw in the towel at one point with the business, but I kept going because I knew that this was able to support me and to create a life that I wanted with my with my partner. Mm-hmm. And so I carried on, I kept working really hard on it despite all the hard times that I had ahead of me. And I had this community that, that carried me through that tough time. And, you know, I had girls bringing food over to my house and calling me when I was, I was at my worst moment and my darkest, darkest time in my life and this community around me were my family and they held me up during that and I don't think you have that in any other industry I certainly didn't have it in my corporate job that's for sure I remember that time like it was yesterday I remember the day and what I loved about what I experienced and observed was just how people came together for you Mm -hmm. it was really beautiful people that weren't in your team people Mm -hmm. who had no vested interest in you know you or your success Mm -hmm. but people just I think this business really brings out the really beautiful people in the world that actually want to give back to others and help and like that's why we do what we do right Mm -hmm. um yeah I remember that time 
It's been such a powerful journey with so many ups and obviously a few really lows as well. Um, Maybe if we rewind, we can tease some of that stuff out because there's so much gold in that. There's so many lessons I'd love for you to be able to speak into and share. For most of us, I know you mentioned we you stumbled across network marketing. Mm-hmm. How did you stumble across it? Like, how did it kind of end up in your radar in the first place? Oh, look, I came across on Facebook. So it was on social media. I, I saw someone's post and it intrigued me. I thought, what is this? I'd never heard of pretty much anything in the network marketing profession. So I didn't have a massive preconceived idea of what it could be. Um, but it all just seemed too good to be true. I looked at it and I thought, how are these girls able to afford these holidays or work from the beach? It looks so amazing. But I thought, surely that isn't actually possible. Surely there's some sort of catch. <laughs> and so was there a catch? Like, what made you change your mind? Like, how no, did that there, happen? There wasn't. I mean, I saw that it was hard work, but I saw something that I never knew before, which was residual income. And when that got showed to me and how I could create that vehicle for success without trading time for money, that was the biggest thing that stood out to me because I knew that if I was going to work as a lawyer, I might have the financial freedom, but I wouldn't have the time freedom. And that residual income component of network marketing stood out to me. And particularly after the accident, I valued time so much more. Mm. And it was a real obvious reminder of how short life can be. And the last thing I wanted to do was trade time for money and not be able to live my life anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I love about your situation as well? And because a lot of stigma is around the network marketing profession that, um, you know, the person above you like makes more than you or, you know, you have to work your way to the top and the person at the top earns all the money. Mm -hmm. You have out earned and outranked two of your uplines. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just bring that up for a moment? Yeah, because a lot of people don't get that. Hey, they're like, oh, you're making, if you join, you're making personal up top all the money, not realizing Mm -hmm. that what you put in, you put out and you you name your worth. It might be someone who's brought you in who might be treating this as a hobby. But if you come in and treat it like a business, you're the one who creates your worth and it's got nothing to do with your upline Mm -hmm. and what they're doing. Yeah, because a lot of people think network marketing is a pyramid scheme, like the Mm -hmm. person at the top, you know, makes all the money. It's so not. Yeah. And that is a perfect example of, you know, what's possible. Absolutely. And and when I came into this, I thought thought maybe that was the case in my traditional business. I thought, you know, there's a CEO or there's a principal lawyer Mm. and there's all these graduates that come in. Not all of them are going to be able to make partner. So to me, the traditional structure seemed more like a pyramid scheme, whereas this business was an opportunity where everyone started equally and it was a matter of you being the only variable. And I saw that if I worked hard, I could be the CEO, but I could also have everyone that I'm working with also hit that level, which was so appealing to me. And you and your girls, I mean, what you've created with your team, Her Collective, is just so inspiring. And you you girls, like, you just have this energy about you. Like, how would you describe your team if you could use a few words? Oh, it's so hard in a few words. But I, look, I think the team are so community driven mm-hmm. and they're so driven by friendship and excitement for helping others that I think that the ability for that to come first is why our team is successful. And I think we band together, we collaborate, and it's not about competition like it is in the traditional business world. It's all about collaboration and bringing business in person over smoothie bowls, going to the beach together and having that friendship first. Um, I think that's why we're so passionate about what we do. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Yeah, it's been so inspiring just to watch too. I know we were saying like a big thing for you over the last couple of years is like since the accident was also coming back stronger and bigger and but also stepping into leadership and it was something that you were scared to do but since you've done it it's like this beautiful 
massive fire under all your girls' asses because you've inspired them and you've shown them by you going first. They like they see the vision for themselves. So, what would you would say, especially stepping into the pinnacle position within the company over the last month? Mm-hmm. What would you say has been your biggest lesson when it comes to leadership over the last twelve months and kind of stepping into that space? I think that a lot of leaders think, or not a lot of leaders think, but lots of people make the mistake of thinking it's about them, where it's realistically it's about your team. And stepping into this pinnacle position, it was never about me. It was about helping my girls and holding the light for them and, you know, learning what they wanted and me helping them get there in order for me as uh, and us as a team to hit a pinnacle position. So it was about my team coming first and also me going first. I knew that until I was able to stand up and do team trainings, I was able to, you know, lead from the front. I couldn't expect that of my team. And it was all about showing up first and then helping to inspire them to follow and do the same thing. Yeah, I love that. Mm. I think that was one of my, one of the things I realized, I think probably within the first 12 months of this business is that's what I love most about this network marketing industry. And I guess this business structure is that you get to be the person behind the scenes, helping people with their success. Like you've got obviously got to go first, your team have got to see you win. But then after that, after they've seen it's possible, it's like now you get to be behind the scenes cheering them on and letting them have all the accolades. And I think that's the most inspiring part because like it's just about you doing it first, turning around and passing on the torch. And then once you've seen, once they've seen like what you've been able to achieve, you've given them your belief, your confidence. It's just so, I remember, do you remember when you did the walk on glass thing? Do you remember you were saying how cool it was to turn around to see all the girls yeah. go? Do you want to talk into that? Because I think that kind of rings into this. Like, totally. Um, so we had a event where we had to do some glass walking. Actually, Britt, you were there. Did you was do the, the conference? Yeah, it was, um, it was like our team boot camp. I it think was it was like the first ago. boot camp or the first yeah. training I'd ever gone to in person. Yeah, yeah. it was on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do some glass walking. And we had to envision our big wild goal at the end of the glass. And you look at like these shards of glass on the floor, you're barefoot and you have to walk across them. And I remember walking across them and halfway through, I'm like, oh my God, this actually isn't even that hard. And then turning around and watching like all my team behind me, like you guys walking across it and actually realizing in that moment that what you're doing isn't as hard as you think it is and you've got the support of everybody else there and that whole analogy of walking towards your big wild goal like through the glass through the storm it was just so overwhelming I remember just sitting there bawling my eyes out being like this is such an incredible moment I've just had a huge light bulb moment and realized Mm -hmm. what this business is all about it's not about you it's about them absolutely yeah I couldn't agree more and I just need to see you go first yeah. Like, and that's what it is since you've, they've seen it can be done and you did it with such grace and just such, I don't even know the right word for it. It was just, it felt so, oh, we know that obviously there's a lot of work and hustle that went into it, but you did it with such etiquette. Like you cheered your team on, you can't, we came from such a place of love and I felt like there was so many challenges along the way, but each time you just came back just stronger and bolder and braver and even just more grounded as well it wasn't like I'm forcing this it's like I deserve this and I've got everything I need in my tool belt now to just like conquer that next level yeah yeah look it's very much whenever big things happen in my life like particularly the major um the major heartbreak of losing Bryn I just I felt like I couldn't do it anymore and I there's been multiple times in this business where I've just wanted to give up but then I knew that if I give up that's going to affect all of my team and to me, that's, it's more important to show up on those hard days and really think to yourself, what are you made of when time gets hard? 
to then really help your team with their goals. And I knew that if I was going to throw in the towel, then I wasn't going to be there for them. And so it was about coming back and learning what didn't work last time, what I needed to change in order to improve upon that and to grow and then to teach it to everybody else around me. You're so freaking resilient. I know you've, you've added some value into this in your platform, so we'll make sure we link your social media so people can go find that because I think it's been really beautiful over just in the last few months, kind of seeing you open up and, and sharing some of that wisdom that you've learned over the last, I don't know, three, four, three, three years since doing this business? Three, three years. years, yeah. It's just gone three years. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Time's gone by so fast. <laughs> Most people, like you know, we see it firsthand. We work with a lot of people. A lot of people don't show up for themselves. They say mm. they want something and they don't do it. Now, that's not just with network marketing. That's just business and life in general. So if we just like, what life advice would you give to anyone who's going through something hard? Like, how do you shop and be resilient? Like, how do you continue to go after what you want when you've had something knock you off path? Because I know there's a lot of people that life isn't smooth sailing. Like, we all have stuff happen to us. And for a lot of us, it takes us out of the game, and rightfully so. Yeah. But what advice do you give to people? How do they get back on it? And how do they realign with what they say that they want? I think you've got to get really crystal clear on why you said yes to what your goal is. So whether that's in in business or in life or anything that you have as a goal, I think that if you lose sight of that, it's very hard to get back up when it's really difficult to. And I think if you stay crystal clear on that, then you have a reason to get up and do it again. Um, I truly believe that if if you let it get the best of you, then you're the one that misses out. You don't get to hit that goal. You, that dream gets taken from you. And life has so many obstacles. There's so many challenges that are going to come in your way, whether that's personally or in your business. And I think if you're going to let them get to you, then you're not going to reach your goal. So you've just got to keep going when the times get tough and try to see the light at the end of the tunnel and break it down into small, measurable goals. And if it's something big and scary, go do something else and have a break. Go for a beach walk. Go do something completely different and then come back and attack it in small chunks. And that's what I did when it was coming to a really big promotion or a really big thing that I just felt like it was so far out of reach. I broke it down into like monthly goals, into weekly goals. And I thought, okay, today, how can I show up? What can I do? Even if it's just the smallest little step to make me feel like I've got that momentum. And even if you just take that one step in the right direction, I think you motivate yourself. I think you've got to show up before the motivation begins Otherwise, you're just going to be chasing it and you might never find it. So you've got to show up. It's like going to the gym. You might feel like you don't want to go to the gym. But once you get there, it's so much easier, right? Yeah. So it's just about getting that first step. And then I feel like that momentum can come again. So just break it down. I love like picking people's brain apart like you, Britt, because um, to give people some context, let's talk about the two to three months before you hit NMD. You like you you went pretty cray cray. You went and got uh what was it sixty customer wait no you tell me the exact numbers because I'm having a total mind blank. Okay, so it was sixty customers in my first month of the two or three months we're talking about. Then it was fifty four. Yeah. Then next month. Okay, so let's just talk about that for a second because that's not a normal. It's not a normal number. Like, I mean, I think... And personal customers, guys. These are personal customers. Yeah. Like, I think my biggest month in customers was 13 once. I think my biggest has been eight. And that, like, (laughs) 13 was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I'm so good at so many people. Oh, I was tired. (laughs) So we're talking to someone who is a high performer and obviously you've got grit. We know that from your story and you've got persistence and you've got vision what got into your mind to go and get 60 customers? And for those who are listening, like, 
I mean, 60 customers for most people is just so like, wow. Um, what would you say to them? Like, what was your mindset around this? Look, for me, prior to those few months, I was just playing it really small. I had a big goal, but I wasn't ready to show up to be that person that was able to achieve that goal yet. And I've read so many self-development books around this where you have to show up as the person that you want to become now in order for you to achieve that result. And so I knew that I just wasn't getting the traction. I wasn't getting the growth because I just wasn't doing the work to do that. I was showing up, but I was showing up 1% of the time. And so I knew that if I was going to go for this pinnacle position, I needed to first and foremost do it myself because how could I expect my team to do the same thing if I wasn't doing it first? Mm -hmm. So I set myself a crazy goal. I remember saying to myself, okay, I'm going to aim for 25, (laughs) 25 new customers. And I remember looking at that figure and going, Brett, you're never going to hit that. That's never going to happen. And then after I got to work on it, it happened. It happened really quickly. And I thought, oh, maybe I can do 30. Maybe I can do 40. Then I got to 50. I was like, well, I'm not leaving it at 50. I've got to go to 60. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got into action and it was so much fun because then I got my team into action too. And we did it together and we all had such great results from it. Just that hard work and that, I guess, that vision of being and asking ourselves, how many people can we help this month? Yeah, I love that. And Do you know, I can just imagine what's going through everyone's mind right now. They're probably like got their pen and paper ready to hear how you did it. But I've heard a lot of people interview you around how you did it. Because, I mean, the whole of Australia woke up and was like, who's this Brit chick? Like, what, 60 customers? And so you got interviewed a lot by a lot of leaders and, you know, everyone was like, okay, so what's the secret sauce? How? What I've realized is there isn't actually a secret sauce that you have you didn't do like sponsored ads you didn't go and do something that no one's ever heard of before you just literally did what network marketers are meant to do and you went and spoke to people right yeah a hundred percent people just don't realize that you've just got to have conversations and I think people kept saying to me what's your secret sauce like there's got to be something that you're doing and I remember just saying to so many people during that time I was like guys you've just got to have more conversations yeah. just think how many people can I help today when I wake up and that's what I did I woke up in bed and I was like right I'm gonna help five people today And I set that intention and that goal and I went to work and if it got to 8 p.m. and I hadn't, like I was on four customers, it's like, no, I'm going to make sure that I get that next person that I can help. Can I just add in on top of all this, you're studying medicine and you were working. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, we're going to swear in this episode, so what the F? <laughs> yeah, that just goes to show like all excuses are equal, right? You know, mm, people yeah. are like, oh, but she can do it because she's not a mom. Or she can do it because whatever reason. No, you're studying medicine full-time. You're working part-time or full-time. Mm-hmm. Part-time. part-time, yeah. And you're you're not just doing network marketing. You're running an entire organization. Like you're a leader within the network marketing profession. So, <laughs> And you've had a lot of hiccups up until this point because a lot of people use shit that's thrown at them as the excuse that keeps them out of the game. Yeah. Like, You've taken every excuse I think people have used and you've just squished it. Besides the mum one. We can't talk into that yet. You're not mums. So I feel like yeah. every other I'm thing I'm a dog mum. Yeah. <laughs> you're a dog mum. So you're a mum to a dog. But every other thing that people talk about, like, yeah, I studied. Yeah, I had shit happen to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a team. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. squished it all. Oh, and let's not forget about when Facebook shut you down. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. So Facebook just Twice. decided that you are not a real person and just mm-hmm. not only deleted your Facebook, yeah. but 
you disappeared off the planet. Like you did not exist on social media. I tell you what, any hiccup that can come your way in life, guys, I've had it. (laughs) (laughs) Particularly going for a pinnacle position in our company. It was just one of those things that I thought, can anything else go wrong? It was two weeks before, wasn't it? It was two weeks before. So I had a 24-hour ban on my account. Um, I had just bought on about 50 customers and all of them thought I had just completely blocked them like sold them something yeah see you later see you later gone so I had to get I remember sitting there at about 10 o'clock at night and messaging all these people one-on-one I'm like hey I'm still here yeah I remember I got an email from someone who was like I'm really scared I've just bought these products from this girl and now she's gone and I'm like no 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 her Um, Facebook's been shut down don't worry I'll get you in contact with her it was so bad so I've, I've honestly had every hiccup but I could have just I could have just ran and put a doona over my head and cried, which I felt like doing many times, but I just had to keep showing up. I knew I had to keep going. And Facebook eventually lifted it, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, it is Shani here. I am going to briefly pop in here midway through this episode to introduce a book to you that you've got to put on your must read list. Have you got a pen and paper ready? It is called The Four Year Career. It is by Richard Bliss Brook, one of my mentors. He wrote this book and I remember reading it when I first started my business and it just lit a huge fire in my belly to go and chase my dreams and throw everything I have at it and go all in. Now, the book is all about how to make your dreams of fun and freedom come true using the network marketing profession as a vehicle to help you create a passive income. Now, what I love about this book is if you are someone who's been contemplating starting a side hustle, in particular, wanting to create a passive income on the side of what you already do, or or you've been contemplating joining the network marketing profession, but you're just not sure if it's right for you, this is the book to read because it is going to teach you so much about the industry and the profession. And it's going to help you make that decision, whether it's a full body yes or a full body no, this book will help you make that choice. Now, if you're already in network marketing, you will love this book if you haven't read it yet, because it just builds your belief so much. And it just makes you so proud of being a part of this multi-billion dollar industry that is called network marketing. So make sure you go to my website, www.shannythompson.com forward slash books, B-O-O-K-S, and you'll be able to grab a copy with my story in it. So you'll be able to grab the edition for my company and my business story is in there on page 111. How convenient. And what I really love about Sending these books out to you guys is I always pull a super attractor Gabby Bernstein card for you. And then I write you a sweet little note in the front just for you. So make sure you head over to my website to pick that one up and free shipping. So why not? All right, guys, let's get back to this episode because it is just about to get really awesome. Retraining all all your IP, everything you've ever created to help your team be successful disappears. Like it's like you never existed on social media and that post is gone, that training's gone, that video is gone. Like Brit who? Like it's 12 so hours worth of content gone. Oh, I actually have anxiety. <laughs> 
too. <laughs> we need to back up our Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something to learn from it all. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. But honestly, though, it has been so inspiring watching over the last three years. And like I said, I think what's been the best part of it is every excuse people can use, you've taken it and squished it. But you've just led from the front and you've done it so beautifully. And I think you've inspired, you know, it sounds cliche, but you don't serve the world by playing small. And when you, when you step into that light, it's not just about you, it's about you. You've lifted the standard for so many people in the company, mm. like in the industry. People are watching you like, oh, what do you mean four is the average number of clients? Now 60, what do you mean? <laughs> um, like you not even like, like you tripled your paycheck in like three months. Wasn't it your pay? You're tired of like, it just blows your mind. Yeah. Yeah, it did. My whole business transformed, which was so beautiful to see, but it just goes to show that every excuse is equal. And if you show up when the times get tough, you can achieve anything. And I've never really liked the whole idea of someone limiting your goals or your dreams. And if someone said to me, the average amount of clients someone can bring on is four, I would say, Oh, well I can do 10. And that well, I would like pride myself on being able to beat that. Cause yeah. I just think that, Whatever you set your mind to, you can achieve. Yeah. Do you think that you have a competitive bone in you? Like, an, like I know I do. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't play Monopoly with me. I'm horrible. I'm the worst person to play. We should never play Monopoly together. I would never let you guys play Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the glass of wine and popcorn if you do. No, I like the dark blues. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. So you would say yes? That yeah, kind of competition is something that drives you. Definitely, competition, like healthy competition, yeah. of course. But I think it can be really, really inspiring. <laughs> Loz is shaking her head. Loz is not driven by competition. Actually, really? one of your girls on your team reached out to me this week saying the exact same thing. I was like, babe, she's like, is something wrong with me? I'm like, no, I understand exactly how you feel. I'm the exact same. Yeah, no, everyone's I love driven, it. That's why I asked you because everyone's driven by different things. Like mm-hmm. some people are driven by recognition. Mm-hmm. I know in the beginning I was. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely competitive. Like. I always, I always, I don't want to come first, but I want to like one up someone. Yeah. <laughs> like I go to F45 and I wear the heart band. Just thing. so you can be like, I'm on the top. I'm yeah. Like, and if there's someone like, if someone's going like second and I'm third, I'm like, I have to at least get yeah. second. Like I cannot come last. So it's, I think why I'm so fit. Maybe yeah. that could be it. I don't know. Which, I still haven't worked out what drives me. Mine's more, cons- I don't know. It's like integrity and just enjoying life. I don't know. If, if I've got to hustle at the expense of me enjoying my life, I won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not afraid to show up to the hustle. I think that's a big thing for me. Like if the goal's really big and I think, oh my gosh, I'm not going to achieve it. If, if I have to take all night to do it, I'll do it. If it means I get it done. Yeah, I won't do it. And <laughs> oh, I think we have the same brain. Yeah. yeah. That, that's something. And I think I was cause we're talking about this in Bali because I think that there was an incentive that happened in Bali and I was talking to Shen about why I wasn't like fueled to do it. I'm like, I'll do it. Like I'm going to do it. But it wouldn't, whether the incentive was on the table, if it wasn't, it wouldn't change the amount of effort I'd put in. Mm-hmm. Like, I just give my 110 all the time. Yeah. So, and I think I, what pisses me off about competitions, I feel like it's a scarcity mindset. It's like you've got to win at someone else's yeah, expense. It's like, I'll win and that means you guys can't. And I'm like, that just doesn't fuel me. I'm like, can we all win? Can we all just love each other? We all come equal first. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you were the kid at school that really was happy about your participant ribbon. Yeah. You? I never got that. I, I still always got high distinctions at first. We needed the never, gold stars. Yeah, I was the one that was like, give me that goddamn yeah. gold one. <laughs> I still got them. I didn't try them. Well, I'd say it's just as good then. But I, know, I just don't know. It's weird. I'd love to, if someone understands this, come and psychoanalyze me because competitions never fueled me. There's got to be mm. something that fuels you. We'll, yeah, there definitely is. So it's more like it just fun and yeah. connection. I don't like, as soon as it means it's at someone else's expense, I don't like it. That's so sweet of mm. you. I mean, is it? I don't know. Is it? 
<laughs> I feel like we're bullies now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I think um, I read this book. Actually, Loz, you got me onto it. Um, Questions Are the Answers by Alan Pease. And it's a really great book, easy read. And he talks about it. The thing that I took away from it was there are nine reasons why people join this profession and like what drives them. Mm-hmm and um <clears throat> go around i want to know that'd be interesting you keep going but i think that'd be cool for people to listen in like because the everyone joins for different reasons yeah well what were the nine i'm not going to remember all of them but there was like um giving back being my own boss financial freedom um actually i could get it up on my laptop probably like yeah recognition time freedom connection contribution mm. so many different things I feel like, yeah, recognition's never been a massive one for me, but having the independence of being my own boss was huge. Like, I love the idea of having that freedom and the financial freedom as well to not have to trade time for money was massive. Yeah, I think for me, at the start, it was something just positive because child protection was really heavy and mm-hmm. I just like, it sounded fun. It was what I wanted to with the holistic and preventative health space. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like something that was a bit more positive, but then what ended up fueling me to drive me to create significant success with it with it was I wanted yeah freedom I'm like I just want to be at the beach if mm-hmm. I want to work I just don't want to work if I want to go visit my family so have my family for three weeks if I want to go to the Bahamas <laughs> for three weeks I just want to I want to have multiple holidays multiple times a year yeah 100% and not have to take annual leave from it is the biggest thing right you get to be your own boss and make your own decisions about travel about where you want to spend your time how much you want to spend your time and get to hire yourself every day yeah expensive i think it's just the idea of being totally liberated and total freedom is what drove me but wasn't what initially attracted me though what about you shen what was your driver do you reckon it was money for me because i was so broke (laughs) (laughs) i had no money and i had this maxed out credit card and i was putting five dollars of fuel in my car at a time so for me i really did join for the money and not in a um, like I'm not greedy with money. It wasn't in a greedy way. It was more like a, I actually need to survive because my anxiety and my stress around my financial situation was just crazy. Like I just, I was in a really bad position. So I like the bonuses, like all those early bonuses were exciting for me. And then once I got on top of my financial situation, I think my why changed. So I think your why like evolves over time. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like my why when I first began was, you know, very much around just having an additional income, whereas now it's just completely different. It's about creating a legacy. It's about what this can be for so many more people and having that life freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. And I think, like, I always talk about, like, it's easy for women our age to talk about the power of residual income, but Mm -hmm. the whole point of it is we're we're digging it, and this is why I think it's really hard for us to, it's, we're so passionate about trying to educate young women about residual income because you're trying to help them dig their well before they're thirsty because mm-hmm. a lot of us don't really need it until later on in life when you have a kid and you go down to one income or um, you retire or your partner gets made redundant or God forbid you lose your partner. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so hard to usually for women to understand the importance of residual income because you don't really need it at this age. So I think it's been really powerful for somebody like yourself to be able to learn that lesson really early on so you can give that gift because a lot of young women just don't get the power of time Mm. like that's something that we just don't have and i'm like i just wish because i don't think many of us don't actually start looking into passive or residual income until later in life Mm -hmm. would you agree yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. I think with what happened was such a reminder of why it's important from an early age, because you miss those really important moments rather than having to wait until retirement to start enjoying your life. It's making the time in your 20s and the 30s to be able to actually be at home with your kids or to be at home when, you know, something does go wrong and you need to have that extra time off. And it takes me back to when everything happened. I would have had to have gone back to work after two compassionate days if I didn't have annual leave. That's what life would have looked like. So because I had this business, which was only a side income at the time, but it was enough to allow me to grieve and to to be at home and to, to be where I needed to be during that difficult time and not have to put on a brave face and go to a job that I hated and I just couldn't mentally be at. Yeah, I remember actually reflecting on how grateful I was for this business when all of that happened with you, Britt, because I just remember thinking... I'm just so freaking glad that she's getting paid every single month because there was a period there where it was not possible for you to be in public or to see people or anything and this business just was able to pay you through that like I just that's why I freaking love this profession because you just yeah you just don't understand what you have I think until something like that happens absolutely so we can help more women empower more women with the idea of just having a second income doesn't have to be a big thing but it's just Mm -hmm. when shit happens whether covid you lost your job this year your hours got reduced like having the power of a second income and i think it actually just listening this just reflects made me reflect i think that's what got my lit the fire up my ass and made me get really serious about this business was actually when my nan passed away Mm -hmm. i think i don't know if i've told that story on the podcast but the same it was my nan and my pop was the first one who passed away your pop was at... Oh, it was my nan first, because pop was at NMD school. I had the flexibility for my pop. But for the first one, my nan passed away. I was still working in child protection, mm-hmm. and I had to go back to work within the week. And my mum had a massive heart attack within 24 hours before my nan passing away. And I was due back on the Gold Coast, my family, 18 hours away. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like, that... But up until that point, my foot was kind of in and one foot was kind of out. Mm-hmm. Once it happened, I was like, you know what? F this. I have a vehicle in my hand that means that I could create double, triple, ten times my income and be here with family while they grieve. My mum just lost her best friend. We nearly lost my mum. I wanted to be there, but because I didn't have that opportunity or that backup yet, I had to fly back. Yeah. But 12 months later, by the time my pop passed away, I stayed at home for like three weeks and grieved with my family because I could. Yeah. And that's what I think so many people forget at our age is that they're not prepared for when things go wrong because they think it's so far in advance. But like we've learnt with COVID or we've learnt with, you know, these sorts of lessons is that you never know what's around the corner. And I quite often like to think of like the idea where, you know, two cars are passing by and one's going to the beach and one's going to a funeral. And it's so easy when you're in the car going to the beach thinking that life is perfect and life Mm. is so good but the person going to the funeral is so easy to think that life will never get good again but realistically both will be in the opposite car at some point in their life and I think that the people going to the beach what have they got in place to protect them when they're going to the funeral and it's one of those things if you don't have that protection with your finances but also just having a community and a support network what are you going to do when the time gets really difficult? So it's so important to have that now before something happens. I think it's such an important message that not a lot of people open up about and talk about. So I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story, Britt, because I know it's not easy to talk about, but I just think about every single person who's hearing this right now and the message that you've shared and the ripple effect of that. 
like this is a powerful message it's really really like i'm so excited for the message to get out there so that we can help people think a little bit think think forward mm-hmm. and um yeah just have that conversation with their loved ones or uh, you know whoever like well what if like what do we have in place mm-hmm. it's just something we don't think about absolutely and if it can help just one person just to ask that question of of what if or what do we do what's our what's our safety net and just get people thinking i think that's so powerful in what we do yeah and just make you think time's limited and if you don't like the way that you're spending your time think can you create a way we don't have to trade your time for money so mm-hmm. you can spend more of the time that you do have with the ones that you love doing the things that you love absolutely yeah, I love what we do. Yeah, same. <laughs> always com- lots of gratitude. Yeah, no, these conversations are good because they ground you. I think they remind you the power of what we do. Because just like anything, network marketing is a business, and I think day to day sometimes you get you get kind of swept up in business and mm-hmm. what you got to do on your to do list and helping everybody else. But I think when you take it, have an opportunity to take a step back and really reflect on how far you've come and what you've been able to create and the lives you've impacted and the messages that you and the legacy you've got to leave already like there's already such a big legacy yeah. within three years like just proud of you and excited for you thank you yeah. thank you i couldn't have done it without you girls as well i'm so lucky to have such beautiful people around me <laughs> can't wait to see what the future holds me too thanks me for being too. on lovely thanks for having me hey guys was here what an amazing episode I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and it's empowered you to make some amazing changes and choices in your life. Don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode by giving us a five-star review. It really helps us know we're on track and serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on our Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network. So be sure to leave your Instagram handle or website in your review so we can share it with our amazing community. I have been so excited to share with you guys my book, Life Above Zero. It's a book based in psychology and science, specifically written for women who feel empowered yet unfulfilled and are seeking help to find their clarity and happiness. Women just like you who want to be empowered with the tools to master their mindset, to overcome self-sabotage and create a life, business or career they love in alignment with their values and inner truth. I wanted to save you tens of thousands of dollars, years of your time, energy, and heartbreak, studying psychology, getting a degree, attending personal development weekends and seminars, and hours scrolling online looking for the right person to help. So here it is. I have condensed everything I've learned personally and professionally from working with people, their psychology, and their mindset over the last decade and have put it into a beautiful book you can enjoy and make your way through at your own pace. I share personal stories throughout so you can find comfort in knowing you're not broken, crazy or alone in what you're going through. I cry and laugh with you and you know you can always rely on me for that tough, bossy love in there too. If you're not a big reader and would rather have me read it to you on your morning walk or the daily commute to work or whilst you're sipping on that wine making dinner, then don't worry, you can also get my book on Audible. If you click on the link in the show notes, you'll be able to grab yourself a copy. And if you head over to my website, www.lifeabovezero.com.au and sign up to my newsletter, you can even have the first chapter sent to you for free while you wait for your copy to arrive in the mail. Make sure you tag me in yours when it arrives. I love seeing it in your hands and hearing what you guys are taking from it. 
Don't forget to head over to the show notes for you to check out any links, books, or references we mentioned in this episode and our cheat sheets. Before we go, we just wanted to say a big thank you for being here, for committing to being the best version of you, and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode. Share it with them right now. The reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give. And the more you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all our other podcasts. Sending you guys so much love and we'll see you soon.